fruit and mind your business. Eat fruit and mind your business. Hey guys, it's your girl Kay and welcome to another week's episode of Eat Fruit Pod. I am your girl Kay, blessed, highly favored, and I have a black melanated queen here with me repping for the West Coast, Miss Nima Sky. Hey, what's <laughs> up, my beautiful girl? How you doing? Beautiful woman. Thank you for the intro. The intro was like, okay, like highly melanated. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love it. So let the people know who you are, where you're repping, and you know, just what you're here to do. <laughs> yes. Well, you already gave me a great intro, but if I can continue, uh, I am Miss Nima Sky. I like to go by Miss Sky. I am a TV host. Um, I've been in the media world for a long time, honey. I have a lot of different things that I do. Um, I also have my own show. Um, you know, your girl can beat some faces too. Look, don't get it twisted, okay? Um, <laughs> but no, I've been in media for uh, about, the, about the last four or five years and have my own platform on Black Hollywood Live. And I'm still doing my own thing on my own show, All the Talk With Nima Sky. But now I'm here with my girl, Kay. And yeah. I'm on the West Coast, but, you know, I was born in Louisiana and I was raised in Dallas, Texas. So I always say I'm a Dallas girl, you know, well, by way of Louisiana, however you want to say it. But I am definitely repping the West Coast. So all my South, my Southern, my Texas, Louisiana and my West Coast people. What's up? Shout out to my people from the South. I love that because I didn't know. I always picked up another accent. I know it wasn't fully L.A., Mm-hmm. But I was like, okay, now that you're saying the Southern side, I'm like, makes sense. Yes, honey. I Miss got the little twang, twang. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <Sky. laughs> so before we dive into uh, fruit salad for this week, you know, I want to know, Nima, how has your week been? I know we've kind of been talking in and out and stuff, but like, how are you doing? How is your week? Any, anything interesting? Yeah. <laughs> um, My week has started off pretty good thus far I mean it just depends like because some people's week starts on Sunday and some people's week start on Monday I mean Sunday is always a day of rest you know I like to get it and all zen and you know meditate it highly meditated you said (laughs) melanated but I'm saying highly meditated on Sundays um so my week started off well on Sunday and just it kind of flowed into Monday you know normally Mondays are kind of like that day when you like you're back to the hustle but I mean it's actually been pretty smooth for me so what about yourself um, it's, it's, as I was telling you earlier, it's been kind of crazy, but I'm happy that we made it to like today and everything. Um, Sundays are about the same for me. Cause it's like, they say it's a weekend, but not really, because I feel like by Sunday, I'm already prepping for Monday. You know what right. I mean? Get a, getting everything together and just mentally prepared. You gotta go to your bed earlier if you gotta wake up early on Monday. So that's kind of how it the was food for the week. Yeah. Know. <laughs> I I was getting over, you know, a lot of this commentary, but we'll get into it. So, <laughs> so listen, honey, the world is not trying to get us to stop that. I mean, like we haven't even talked about Ukraine anymore. Like you can't cre- like Ukraine, Russia. We, we're not talking about gas prices anymore. The world is just focused on entertainment, honey, and I'm here for it. Literally. So I want to say, you know, everyone, make sure you're following Nima Sky on social media. 
and we'll make sure to like add all your tags and everything um visually so people can know to follow you and support you because her show all that talk literally is bomb and thank you you get like all your information if you're short attention span long attention span whatever you get the information you need from this queen right here and you just have a way of like delivering it i love you know the presentation you're always looking blah so (laughs) (laughs) thanks boo love that and yeah i think i think we just gotta get into fruit salad because there's a lot to discuss i love me some fruit honey (laughs) and mind your business so we gonna start off like this okay fruit salad for this week um miss monique has definitely i feel like gone through a lot of trials and tribulations when it came to certain people putting dirt on her name um and i've always loved monique as an individual as an individual and what she represents, despite what people would like to say about her marriage and her personal business. But just as a Black woman, even from back when I'd see her on, you know, BET, Comic View and stuff like that, she was a Black woman, I feel like always represented herself well. And she always spoke her truth, which I love that for us. Um, recently, Lee Daniels, um, I believe it was a comedy show or something of some sort. And Mm -hmm. Lee Daniels publicly, even though he admitted he privately apologized, but he publicly apologized to um, Monique for, you know, what their relationship had become and how things have gone. And also he let us know that she will be in the upcoming show that he's doing. (sighs) So I don't know. What was it giving to you? What were your thoughts on it? Does it seem like authentic like just what what were your thoughts on it I mean of course I definitely feel like it was authentic I feel like it is time for you know the tension to release uh you know concerning everything around Monique first of all we're talking about Lee Daniels let's let's give a shout out to 50 cents who was an absolute real one he was actually the first person who took the opportunity to you know say hey you know I mean he spoke names you know because we all know 50 cents you know 50 cents is a real g okay (laughs) I mean he came straight for the names you know he he said Tyler Perry he said Oprah he said Lee Daniels like let's put it into this I mean I really commend him for doing it because of course know 50s making his money he has his platform he has his relationships he doesn't have to involve himself but the fact that he did that you know what I mean he actually paved the way to open up a door for Monique and then from there you know of course Tyler Perry you know said he didn't have you know he didn't have anything against her and he had some things going on for her and then we see um an announcement made that you know she was supposed to be in a new Netflix thriller with Lee Daniels and then to see them apologize I think it was honestly time for them to come together because as he said on the stage he's like oh well you know you know Monique used to you know be one of my best friends you know what I mean and so you know I feel like you know I feel like things happen you know I don't want to get into specifically like all the nasty aspects of whatever because I don't really know but I know that regardless of what happens in life you know we all make mistakes we all do things you know you can never I don't feel like you can never like touch somebody you know from 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 speaking their voice you know what I mean like if if somebody has a truth about something you know like we live in America you know freedom of speech you know and some of us who don't live in America you know, we still have the right to, you know, speak our voice and be able to speak our truth. And I, you know, 
I'm talking about 50 cents being a G. I think that Monique is G because, you know, it's like, regardless of what anybody thought about the situation, she stayed true. Mm -hmm. She held her ground. You know, she talked about God and, you know, and I mean, I am super happy for her. I'm ready to see her come back because first of all, I don't, you know, I don't know about everybody else, but I mean, did we forget how funny Monique was? I mean, like Monique is a boss, like, you know, she did precious. I mean, how many different, you know, stand-ups that, you know, that like she's actually done. I mean, Monique has really paved the way for a lot of comedians, you know, who are actually coming up in the game now. So, you know, we need to, you know, regardless of what the situation may have been, you know, you know, you have to give honor to whom honor is due. So I definitely feel like, you know, you know, it was, it was authentic, but I, you know, even though it it may have been done in private, I felt like it needed to be done in public. Cause you know, honey, listen, you know how these social media streets are, you know how people get to talking. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know, I mean, I feel like Lee Daniels had to shut some mouths up. Okay, all right, one thousand percent. And his slate <laughs> isn't clean, you know. If we remember, um, if it was last year or the year before, Damon Dash like put him on blast, and he was like, "Hey, I loan you money to when he even had these productions. Had I have not have let you a certain amount of money, so." Nobody's slate is clean, especially in Hollywood, and. As I said, because Monique's opinions are very unique and very honest and true to herself, and it's maybe a lot of things that people are uncomfortable or scared to speak on because they're scared it may take away opportunities and things of that nature, they don't, you know? So that is something that I've always admired of her. And as well, I just love, like, I agree with, like, everything you said and just the levels of all of this because... 50 Cent, it's like chestnut checkers. 50 Cent is in a position where I don't think anyone publicly wants to be like, forget him right now. Stars, you can't forget him. He's, he's building up that network. He's <laughs> yeah, he's absolutely. proven his 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 title and his space in the TV universe. And I'm really proud of him. I'm, and I'm excited to see what he has coming as well. And to stand out on a limb and be like, no, Monique like deserves, and these are the names, these are the people. If this is who she's saying, you know, has made it difficult for her to book some work, let's let's get it handled, let's get it sorted. So yep. I definitely appreciate that. And I'm happy to see how this comes. Now, I'm not gonna lie, precious, it I know unfortunately it was a lot of people's real stories or in different ways they can connect. You know, when you think about movies like Antoine Fisher, and now mm-hmm. I have Precious on that list, like, it's not movies that I necessarily watch over and over again because it was just so deep. It was very, 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 very deep. And I mean, and and, I, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people can be able to relate to it in many different ways, maybe even on a traumatic level, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. But again, you know, that's a part of the things that, you know, some of us have gone through, you know what I mean? And we don't, okay. you know, we don't, we don't want to erase history. You know what I mean? I, Lee, Lee Daniels created this amazing film because he wanted to, he wanted to touch hearts, you know, he wanted to touch minds and he wanted to open eyes, you know what I mean? To the mm. realistic view of like what I feel like a lot of times we do within, in the black community, whenever it comes to our homes, because of the things that, you know, have been laid down upon generations and yes. how, you know, how we handle you know children and and even each other so you know I mean I think he did an amazing job Monique regardless she will always be someone who held her ground in that role 1000 percent. I love that that's all I gotta say (laughs) 
I love that. And yeah. moving forward, another woman that I feel like is learning to hold her ground and discovering herself more because we're all young in the eyes of the Lord. At least we're all young, you know, and we all have lessons to learn. I've never met someone, even the smartest of the smartest people, when you watch their interviews, ever say, okay, well, I know everything now. The journey is forever continuing, you know? And right. Summer Walker, as we know, she is new to motherhood. And, you know, we've publicly seen a lot of what she has gone, been going through and who, who even knows what she's been experiencing off camera. And recently she let it be known on social media that, you know, she's no longer going to be sharing that adorable baby bubbles uh, with us because of just the way people are leaving comments, the criticism and just her dislike that she's starting to really, that's really starting to become huge for her, for the industry. Uh, Do you falter for that? Do you agree? Like, how do you feel about it? Absolutely not. I mean, you have to understand that this is her baby, you know, like this is her cub, you know? And so as a mother or a parent in general, your first instinct is always to protect your child. You know what I mean? Like her career and what she's doing in her life doesn't have anything to do with her, you know, with her child, you know? So she wants to be able to protect her child from that. And sometimes that's just what you call mental health. Sometimes in order to, you know, allow, you know, yourself to function in a capacity around people who, you know, are going to be judgmental or those opinions are going to be on blast all the time, you have to find a way to be able to be aware of knowing, okay, this is the limit of what, of how much I can be able to take, you know what I mean? I don't, you know, I don't, I don't think that that's bad. I mean, I feel like, you know, regardless if you're doing good or, you know, if you're doing bad, people are always going to have something to say, you know what I mean? And whether she's a new mother, an old mother or whatever, you know what I mean? I don't think that there's an instructional manual that comes with, oh, this is how you be, you know, you know, this is, this is the instruction manual to being a mother. You know what I'm saying? I mean, everybody, has been raised the way that they've been raised, you know, people meet, meet motherhood where they are, you know what Mm. I'm saying? So, you Mm. know, I mean, I feel like, you know, she's doing the best that, that, that she could do, but at the same time for her mental health and as well as to be able to protect her child, I think that it's very necessary for her to get the cameras away from her, you know, you know, from her child, because she needs, she needs to cut their cord, you know? She just cut that influence. <laughs> no, I, I definitely agree. And you see a lot more celebrities um, taking that hint and following that. I don't want to say trend, but for lack of better words right now, I'll say trend because out here is crazy. We seen how they talked about Blue when when Beyonce, you know, first let, let us into her life and her pregnancy, you know. And since then, I would say Beyonce has become even way more reserved. Like we get Rumi and Sir when we get them. We get blue when we get them. And I totally respect that because like you said, mm-hmm. they're protecting their cup. And we've seen a lot, as I said, at the disrespect. And though we may connect with it through our music, she doesn't necessarily have to give us all aspects of her life. She My deserves life, no. to protect mm-hmm. the parts that she wants and let us into the parts that she wants us to see, you know? And as I said, I'm very happy. It seems like she's finding her voice more and finding her footing because everyone has to learn how to maneuver through the industry, especially the music industry. There's no handbook to it. It's ever changing, ever growing, but there's certain things that stay solid. And I feel like one of those things that stays solid is as long as you know yourself and you have a really amazing circle around you 
or core around you. We see those artists where we can kind of tell, oh, how do they remain so grounded and things like that throughout the years. And I feel like that's something that adds to that, you know, so I don't blame yeah. her for saying, well, no more bubbles for y'all because you don't know how to act. And especially when, you know, the child's father is kind of out here whiling, it, it, it leaves it up to scrutiny. And one of the things that I've always respected with Summer Walker, you know, being a female that I've had to work for mine. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. There were no there were no handouts. There were no, oh, let's come and some rich guy whisk me away and life is all better. I've had to work maybe two or three jobs at a time. And I remember when Summer Walker was first introduced to us, she had her own cleaning business. I think at one point she was, you know, stripping and getting her hustle on as well. But I'll never forget that picture, especially that she had with the yellow gloves, like with all of her cleaning equipment. I'm like, I love this. She literally created her own business, put her pride aside just so that she could pay for studio time and things of that nature. So whether whatever judgments people want to send out to her, I hope you're perfect. Nobody's perfect, you know, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. they're not. And I mean, you know, the thing about when 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 celebrities' lives are put in the limelight, you know, they don't they don't have the opportunity, you know what I'm saying, to um deal with the deal with life, you know, in privacy. They have to deal with it in public, you know, and and unfortunately sometimes, you know, it just doesn't allow people the opportunity to be human. You know, mm-hmm. nobody's perfect. You know, and I think I think the problem is that sometimes we tend to put these people on a pedestal and we forget that they're just like me and you. The only difference is maybe their status and their money. And sometimes it's not necessarily that. But at the end of the day, it's like you have to allow people to process life in their way. As long Mm -hmm. as they ain't, you know, trying to like knock somebody else down, you know, it's just like nobody's perfect, you know, like, yeah, Yeah. give your opinion. But at the end of the day, it's like I can't cast a stone because I got stuff, you know, that I'm dealing with. You know what I mean? So I 100% commend Summer Walker for taking that step as a mother and protecting her child and and her mental health, honey. Do your thing. Okay. Yes. Yes. Do your thing. And another, you know, melanated queen. Oh, no, go ahead. uh, I'm sorry. Just like Tamar Braxton used to say, uh, what she used to say, live your life. Live your life. That's what it is. Live your life. I think that's what she used to say, y'all. I don't know, but live your life. Mm-hmm. Well, I like that anyways because I feel like live I used to life. say that as well. Live your life, okay? Okay. Um, we only get one, and it's like we go through this journey. I'm not about to be going through it. Woulda, shoulda, coulda. You do what you want, no matter what people have to say, as long as you within are happy and comfortable with yourself, and you can look within the mirror. At the end of the day, absolutely, honey. Yeah. So another uh, highly melanated queen that I do love over the years and still do, uh, my Libra sister, Ashanti. She is being inducted into the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And in my opinion, well-deserved. Well-deserved. I will say, I will say, you know, a lot of people, they try and play with Ashanti, even from the beginning you know, with her sideburns, anything they could find, they always tried to play with this queen, you know, but what I've seen as a woman that she came up a certain way, Murder, Inc., all of that environment, and she's found a way to diversify her business and keep her name relevant throughout the years, you know, 
Um, she's not only, I know people like to promote only one aspect of her life, but she's also, if people do, you know, do their Googles and research, she's done a lot in the film industry. She's won lots of um, high pristine awards at a lot of these like film, um, TV and film weekends, you know, some of them mm-hmm. that they'll have. Film out. festivals. Film festivals. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And I got you. she's mm-hmm. really like out here doing her thing and not only in front of the camera, but behind the camera as well. I think I recently seen an announcement. She's really getting into Web3 and NFTs and building, you know, a core in that sense. And I just, in my opinion, it's it's the music yes because when i'm in my bag i still need to listen to some rain on me and all 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 the things but i am very proud of this queen what were your thoughts on you know ashanti in 2022 being inducted into the hollywood walk of fame um like you just said i think it's absolutely well deserved i mean ashanti has been in the game for a long time um i mean being in the music industry and being in the music industry this long and still being relevant, I think that, you know, like I, I commend her, you know what I mean? Cause everybody doesn't, you know, come back strong, but you know, mm-hmm. I know that, you know, she was dealing with a lot of issues with trying to get her deals kind of sorted out, you know, because the deal that, you know, she currently had didn't really give her the freedom that, you know, she wanted. And I really commend her as being a woman in this music industry, as long as, you know, she has, you know, taking her right and saying, hey, okay, I am a star. I have all these, you know, these songs that I've done. Let me get my right to be able to be free, yes. you know what I mean? And be yes. able to be a woman that, you know, where I can have the rights and the ownership, you know, you know, to my thing. So, I mean, I think it's, it's very, very well-deserved. I mean, you know, we didn't see Ashanti for a long time. Of course, you know, you know, she was probably... Well, it's not that we didn't see her, you know, she was, of course, still performing, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, she's made a stronger presence, you know, and I, and I mean, to me, she's already been a star, honey. 1,000%. So people are just choosing to, you know, put it on a larger platform and say, okay, now she gets a star, but she's always yes. been a star in my eyes. So 1,000%. I love Ashanti, you know, she's very classy, you know, she's very elegant. And, 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 and I remember watching um, an interview that she did on, um, the breakfast club and you know she kind of talked about the things that you know she had to do with, with you know murder inc and she held herself like a queen you know like, like a, a lady you know what i mean i mean girl because listen like sometimes you know dealing with people in the industry like it's hard not to go low you know what i mean <laughs> but uh girl she stayed high you know she did and so i have to commend her for that and so i'm i am so um happy for her to be able to receive this star publicly but ashanti honey you you've always been a star in my eyes so hey, 1000 percent, especially especially um we think about the era right mm-hmm. early early 2000s that was survival of the fittest these are times super that was like video R&D vixens were at an all-time high yes all of those things and it was like yes the industry is still misogynistic but it was way misogynistic in those late 90s early like the whole so it's just like for her as I said to come out as high as she did I love the way that you put it I'm gonna give her respect for that because queens like herself Maya um little Kim, like there's so many queens I can mention and mm-hmm. ones that I can mention that we haven't heard from since then so we know how hard it is especially being even though we're on the media side of things to keep yourself relevant keep yourself tainted and though there may be a lot of situations that we could speak on or 
you know, we see someone out there being very public yeah. about things and we're like, that is not what happened. But, you know, they go low, we go high, as difficult as it may be at times. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Ashanti, congratulations on this. Yes. Star of fame, walk of fame. So, another woman that I feel like this is long overdue, but I'm going to get into my rant. Uh, Deborah Cox, <laughs> you know, yes. I'm going crazy. And what else she give us? Nobody's supposed to be here. Okay. Okay. Yes, girl. You, Deborah I'm Cox. Gonna the <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't want to break the people's okay. hairdrums. <clears throat> but Deborah Cox is I mean, also you know, being... I, I mean, I do have a little bit, but you know. <laughs> no, you definitely got more than you're pushing on. I, oh, mm, we go. So, <laughs> so that for another day, not today. Another day. <laughs> but Deborah range is on a different level. <laughs> a, another level. Okay. okay. I'm just a karaoke singer. But <laughs> Deborah Cox <laughs> is being inducted into the Canadian Music Hall of Fame. And yes. while I'm celebrating her, I can't help but feel a little bit of bitterness that this is way overdue. Um, Absolutely. Why I say that is because, you know, I'm on the Canadian side, even though I'm heavily indulged into the American culture and everything, because that's the majority of the industry. But I do find in the Canadian realm of music, you know, as I don't know for you, but like growing up, even like as a black person, it's always been taught to me to be like, you know, certain individuals have to just show up versus me as a young black girl. I got to go like 10 times harder than them just to prove I'm right where they're at, even though we're like way qualified you know what absolutely. I mean absolutely overqualified Deborah Cox <laughs> is one of those yeah and Deborah Cox is one of those Canadian women um that she made it like transcended borders had hits and held her like as you said about Ashanti held herself high despite what was going on and never once do I even recall her coming out or being bitter about anything or saying y'all need to put some respect on my name but I'm gonna say it for you Miss Deborah Cox they're finally putting some respect on your name because Canada acts like it's only Celine Dion and Justin Bieber and certain individuals not no shade no tea but Deborah Cox I feel like it's one of those people that also paved the way especially for black music um so congratulations to you, Queen. What were your yes. thoughts on, you know, Miss Deborah Cox? Because you're on the other side of the border. I mean, yeah, Deborah Cox has really contributed a lot to um, the R&B um, genre and just and just music in general. You know, again, like I say, you know, we wouldn't have the artists that that we have today if it wasn't for you know someone like Deborah Cox. You know, and she's always, you know, I mean, and we're talking about her as music, you know, but she's an actress. I mean, she's done Broadway. Like, there are so many different things. There's so many different levels that I mean, she's basically like put herself on and just like accomplished, you know, in her career. So, um, of course, it is definitely well deserved. But I think that <clears throat> honestly, a lot a lot of times um, we have to learn how to honor, you know, ourselves. And, you know, even before, you know, we're honored by other people, I think mm. that Deborah is always held her own. You know what I mean? And so even though, yeah, of course she is receiving this award and of course it is definitely well overdue. I think that at some point 
your talent is going to speak for itself. People are not going to be able to deny it. They're, you know, they're just going to have to honor you. So mm-hmm. I'm so glad that she's getting this opportunity, you know what I'm saying, to be able to be honored because there's so many things that, you know, she's done. I mean, yeah, we're talking about music, but there's so many different other, you know, um, avenues that like she's going into the acting world and, you know, yeah. so many things. But I think that now this is a time for her, you know, to be able to come out you know, and get recognized, you know, in, yeah. in the hall of fame. But of course I want to be able to, to, you know, honestly, I would love to see a lot of the nineties, um, R and B people come out, you know, like yes. back out with music. Um, and, and it's not that, cause a lot of people say that R and B is dead. I don't think that no. R and B is dead. I think that R and B has evolved from yes. the tradition of what of what we've known it to be and of course That's it's different and, and, and yeah. you know of course as, you know as an artist it's always good to you know to express yourself but Deborah Cox is definitely one of those pioneers you know what I mean yes. and I mean I think for me she was probably one of the first com- first Canadian singers that I ever knew about that was yeah. black yeah you know what I'm saying um well hold on is it is Heather Headley I believe, let me just quickly fact check. Okay, wait a minute Because now. Like, in my mind, wanna, was my shit. Too, I don't want to speak, you know, too fast. But um, but yeah, Deborah, I am super happy for her. And again, she's like one of those trailblazers that I feel, you know, who's kind of paved she's the way. She's actually Trinidadian American. Okay. Well, listen. Shout out to Trinidad. <laughs> Shout out to Trinidad. Like, I, was, I wasn't for sure. Again, like I said, child, please don't quote me. Oh, no, no, no. But it's good to know. It's good to know. But yes, I, Deborah Cox, she has definitely um, deserved her crown and deserve her, you know, deserve her star. Yes, I'm 1000% with that. And I love as more Canadian artists are starting to get more recognition on the scene. What about Drake? Has Well, he got, uh, I remember MTV Awards uh, gave him Artist no, I'm of the talking decade. about Canada. No, he has not gotten this award yet, as yeah. far as I know. But he so deserves all the things as well. Drake definitely See? deserves all the things. And it's not a dick writing thing. It's just he's that talented. And you got to put some respect on his name because even for me as a Canadian, he's opened a lot of doors that I know I possibly would not have ever gotten into had he have not made that spotlight on us and show that, whoa, so much more may be going on in this continent more than we realize. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Anyway. He always puts Toronto on the map, honey. Always. <laughs> <laughs> so, running through the six with my woes. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, City Girls came with, in my opinion, a banger, a very caption heavy track featuring Fabio Foreign titled Top Notch. You got to pay for this, you know, JT, <laughs> let it go. Um, I do see, I will say I like the record. Um, it's definitely something I can like play when I'm getting ready to go out somewhere or, you know, you just want to catch a vibe real quick, uh, something up tempo and energy. I do see that the drill sound is really gaining more of a respect as opposed to maybe the stigma that it had before when they try mm-hmm. to make it all about like violence, when I feel like the art of drill music is, there's so much more to it than just that. Um, right. So I want to say the video was 
amazing. I love the colorization. I'm a huge nerd, so I'm looking at that. I love the outfits. Makeup was on point. And I wanted to also say a uh, shout out to Fabio for, you know, when when we watch these artists coming up and, you know, we're starting to look at their career as opposed to the singles they're putting out, I feel like he's really gearing up and shaping up to solidify his space. And in a time where we've had to say a lot of RIPs to a lot of like, you know, artists in Fabio Foreign's type of genre, I'm happy that he's still here and we're able to see him flourish and move up and enjoy his time in the music industry, RIP Pop Smoke. I really feel like, you know, those are people where their time was definitely cut short just at a time when things were like really, you know, we didn't get to see them enjoy the fruits of their labor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, What were your thoughts on the City Girls, Fabio Foreign collab and video? (laughs) Listen, anything that City Girls do, they're always going to bring the power, honey. I love those girls just because like they are so outspoken and they're so strong, you know, Mm. and their conviction of who they are as women and just understanding, you know, like it's okay for us to show up and show out and direct and have that authority to say, hey, look, this is what we are going to put up with. This is what we're not going to put up with. And of course, like when it comes to the aesthetics of like, you know, the videos and the things that do like the colors and everything. I mean, it's always amazing. You know, I mean, I feel like, and, 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 and even though we're talking about city girls, you know, we go back to like little Kim and Nikki, like, you know, all Cardi, you know what I mean? Like, um, even, uh, Meg, I feel like yeah. all these women bring so many different like variations of color and just personality and character to whatever it is that they actually produce and put out. So, you know, city girls are, you know, definitely repping. Um, and I just love like the collaboration, you know what I mean? Like when you put two artists together and just make a bomb video, because yes. back in the, back in the day. I mean, that's that's what we live for. I mean, yeah, like we love the songs, but we couldn't wait to see the video. See the video. You know, to get like the dance yeah. steps and everything. And so like, I feel like maybe we kind of strayed away from that. Yeah. But you know, City Girls, um, you know, artists like City Girls always get us back to be like, okay, listen, honey, we're going to have to learn this little one, two, three step. Okay. Because you have to go out or, you know. Boom, you know, cat, just like cat, time with the girls. Two. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm here for everything. And just to piggyback on that point you brought, because that's also very important. I'm a huge music nerd, you know, so it's definitely something that, sorry in advance, Dima, we will be talking Hmm. about and diving into that stuff. But when you think about, you know, shout outs to Sheik and, oh, my apologies, the two gentlemen that, you know, were responsible for doing a lot of Kanye's visuals in the early years. Yes, Cootie. Cootie, thank you. Yes. (laughs) Cheek and Cootie or Cootie and Cheek. And we think of Hype Williams or, you know, shout outs to our Canadian legend, um, Director X. Um, We have more recent people coming up like Jordan Oram, who did Drake's um, God's Plan video. Like the video aspect, especially why we love things like 106 and Park and things like that. It was very important. Like at one point, I guess because social media wasn't so heavy those visuals were all we had, you know, we couldn't wait to see the video, whether it was R&B, hip hop, rock, whatever, to be like, okay, I can't wait to see what they bring, what they give. So absolutely. I like the way that you talk, you spoke about like, you know, just the sound of R&B evolving. I feel like 
videos as well. It's definitely evolving and people are using a lot more of the technology that we're seeing mm-hmm. being built into the world, into their visuals, but still kind of like remaining true to this art and craft. So I'm excited to see because even the other day, um, I seen this thing on Twitter. It was like Nike put out a 3D ad and mm-hmm. it was like a billboard. So random. But it was like a billboard and like just seeing, you know, you're on the road and like it looks like the sneakers coming at you and you're like, oh, this is like crazy. And when you remember, we would have to wear those like blue and red glasses oh, in yeah, the movie theater. 3D, yeah. To see 3D, you know, like, now you, you can just do that anymore. Yeah. So technology is definitely evolving. Evolved. Yeah. And I love to see how people in the music industry just intertwine the two and make something spectacular. Yeah, I mean, like the NFTs, the metaverse, a lot of these things are being created and they're moving at a very fast pace, pace, you know, and and I feel like now's the time for us to get on it. I mean, I feel like after a while, like TV is not even going to be TV anymore, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, but I think it's I think it's always cool when an artist uses like a new like, well, paves the way for like a new avenue, you know, you know, for people to be able to appreciate technology or music or art in some form so again i'm a, i'm a, i'm out here for the trendsetters same and that's pretty much what they did one thousand percent i love that um so now <laughs> the grammys you know just happened sunday and we can we could go over some things we could go over some things what do you want to start with outfits Outfits are always amazing. Um, first of all, let's give it out for six. Let's give it out for Anderson Pack with, with with the wig. Anderson laid, honey, laid. Okay, <laughs> I mean, he had me thinking about Ike and what's love got to do with. Yes, he had me thinking about like. <laughs> I mean, I can give you a list of names of people. I mean, he was just he was funkadelic. Part, he like, was. He, he, he brought all of them together. Okay. I absolutely love it. And of course, Bruno, he just, uh, Bruno is just, Bruno's just Bruno. like, he just, like Bruno's going to just show up as himself. You know what I mean? Like he's just, just everything. But I mean, the fashion was amazing. Of course, Gabby, I call her Gabby with her. She always looks amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm super proud of Jasmine Sullivan. She looks so proud. great. Um, yeah, the fashion yeah. is always amazing. Like, yeah. everybody always, well, not everybody, not but everybody. But I, I mean, not them. to really like cramp on anybody's and style. Your business. But you I'm know, gonna let them it's, live today. Yeah, I'm gonna let them every, live. Everybody has their own style, but I think for me, I mean, of course, everybody looked beautiful, but Silk Sonic just killed it. <laughs> I really loved um, Doja Cat's many outfits, but I loved like her red oh carpet look. That minty blue green. Yes. Like, Let's give the... it up for SZA that came Oof. with the crutches. I was and like, now it's come out oh. that her foot is her ankles actually broken. It's not even sprained. Broken. Listen, I know all about that life, honey. Because yes, I, I remember I tore my ligament. Yes, I tore a ligament in my right ankle, and I'm actually still pushing through. Thank wow. you, Lord. So I mean, but she's but she still looks beautiful. She still looks very good. You know, um, and I can yes, Doja. How can I forget Doja Cat? Doja, listen, Doja always comes with it. I feel like every award show, she has some different type of theme. Um, She reminds me so much of Lady Gaga and, you know, 
just the but not copying her just like the aura yeah like yeah yeah just just like the aesthetics and like the the passion that she puts behind everything that she creates you know with with her outfits and her costume and her makeup and her hair like her whole team is absolutely fire and I think that you know she is definitely um she's emerging as a new artist that's giving us the old and the new and herself, yes. you know, all is one. Yes. So shout out to Doja Cat for killing it. Shout out to Tizza for showing up. I mean, even though her ankle was broken, I still loved her dress. Her dress was really pretty. It was very pretty. I love, I love, I love the material and like the roses. But of course, I feel like Tizza always kind of takes us on a journey of like, you know, her different outfits. I feel like it's yeah. always a thing too. Just, just very much so like Doja Cat, you know, you never yeah. know what you're going to get. So before we move on uh, from Doja, you know, I also want to shout out her winning her first ever, you Oof, know, Grammy. Yes. And just seeing her get super emotional, I feel like, especially because of everything she goes through. And to me, like, Doja Cat has been putting in the work since the day yes. she had me at Moon. I don't care what the rest of y'all say. From she came out, that was for me, her coming out. Um, that mood track, mood get on the woo like woo, she had me so oh, she's fire she's fire and she's been putting out amazing records and features and I feel like she has not wasted a song so seeing her cry or break down on stage I really felt it for her especially with what we were seeing in the media when they mm-hmm. were um she was you know alluding to quitting and I was like girl please you're having an emotional day maybe you, you know, know what like, none of that none of that you're too I talented Yes, she's, you know what, but I mean, I feel like all of these artists, because I don't want to veer off into a different conversation, but I feel like uh, like a lot of the artists, you know, like they go through so many different things and pressure that we wouldn't even, we wouldn't even understand. And speaking of pressure, I do want to talk about Chloe Bailey, because let me tell you, Chloe Bailey has been killing it for a while now and her and her sister like showed out, but Chloe, listen, Mm. I love the fact that Chloe was so like vulnerable with us to tell us, you know, like the body issues that, you know, she had. Mm-hmm. I'm like, body issues? I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Her body is amazing. Gosh. Like she looks good. And I feel like she has really gotten into who she is as an artist, as a woman. Yes. Um, and I love to see everything that she puts together from her hair to her makeup, like yeah. her style, you know, she just has its fire about her. And so her outfit, well, all of her outfits, because she had one for the red carpet and she also had one, um, you know, during, during the award show, but she just looked beautiful. So shout out to Chloe for just standing in your truth and yes. your, your, your authenticity, honey. Love it. And it's like, even though she has dreads, she styles it so epically, if that's even a word. Like every time, like epic is always a word. What do you mean? <laughs> I said epically though. I'm like, I don't know if that's if that's going, but we go we go. It's a word it today. today. It's a word today, <laughs> right? But like, you know, as black women, finding the textures of extensions and stuff that kind of like match her hair or go with her hair or what does it, you know, look out of place. And I just love like the Afrocentric vibes she's given. And she came slate like she was giving me um a vibe of like 70s 80s glam like diana ross feel with oh, like yeah. 2022 that's the vibe i was getting and i was just like loving all of it and shout outs to yvette enclosure you know um she's an og in this game when it comes to 
Destiny's Child and Beyonce and even um, Kelly recently spoke on a clip saying, you know, there's plenty of times I want to take off them heels, girl, but or she would say child. Right. (laughs) That would be like, you better not. You better grin and bear it. So like you said, there's a lot that especially the females go through just to give us the finished product of what we see. And I am I am appreciative, so appreciative of it. Uh, Tiffany Haddish was another highlight for me. Wait a minute. I I'm. I forgot Tiffany. Listen, she came. This, she ready. First of all, <laughs> Tiffany is more than ready. Tiffany declared <laughs> that she was going to be the first female I like fashion. I like she like she told us, I'm about to come out and let you guys know that I'm about to be the first woman comedian, yeah. woman in the game who's going to just take this fashion to a whole nother level. I remember like recently, I think yes. it was this year, or not at the end of last year, honey, she did a performance at the Laugh Factory. Um, um, and girl, she had on like a gown. Mm. I was like, Tiffany. Yeah. So, I mean, Tiffany is const- constantly killing. I mean, like a couple of weeks ago, or was it last week, honey? She had to check one girl who said, uh, I love your costume. Costume First change. Of all, honey, excuse me. Hold on now. This is this is not a costume. Okay. This is this is actually an outfit that I bought. Okay. You we are not really ready for what Tiffany is getting ready to do with this yes. fashion, honey. She is making a statement and I am here for every bit of it. She just she always comes out and give it and gives it to us. So yeah. The next ward show, the next um show she has, whatever she's doing, honey, we know that she's gonna kill it. So and you know we seen what was happening in the media and how she had gotten arrested, you know, for the DUI and things like that. So anytime I'm able to see her just looking, you know, highly melanated, it's, it's, I'm happy to see her, you know, doing well, even if it was for that one night, whatever. I'm happy to see her, to look at her and to be like, yes, 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 yes. The finger She's waves, definitely setting yes. the standard. Tiffany 1,000%. is setting the standard and I love it. One thousand percent. Yeah, there were there were there were some other people that I will say they did, you know, a great job. I always love how Billy Porter comes through. He don't ever come to play. Uh, Jasmine, like you said, Lil Nas X was in his bag. He did not come to play either. And, you know, shout out to everyone, because to go through the whole, you know, red carpet. But those are definitely some of our highlights. Um, in terms of awards, you know, Jasmine Sullivan, she did win Best R&B Album, well deserved. Well Hotels. deserved. Well deserved. Ministry. Well deserved. <laughs> okay. Listen, honey, she is speaking the language of women in general, and what yes. and what we go through in relationships, and you know, relationships and how we give and how we love and how we accept things that sometimes we shouldn't. You know what I mean? Mm. And and we understand how to take our power and use it to get what we want. 1, you know what I mean? <laughs> 1, so, I mean, shout out to Jasmine. Um, um, I know, you know, like, you know, she was going through some, you know, some, some things with, yeah. you know, her family and everything. But mm-hmm. I mean, she came out, you know, she stayed strong. And, and I feel like she gave us a, a good little girls night out, good little girls talk, you know, break up in between a situationship, getting out of a situationship, you know, married, not married, single, yes. and, you know, she gave us every element that I feel like as women, I, I feel like it doesn't matter what, what race you are, like, 
what back i feel like every woman can listen to this album and they can be able to pull something from it you know 1000%. so i i 100 commit her and then i mean i did hear it well i i do remember that she had made a statement on twitter saying that she just wanted Issa ray to like you know work with her on doing a short story for hotels yeah and i'm still waiting on that, honey, yeah Oh, I'm it's going to be fire. I And listen, I bet you they're already working on it. We don't even know. 1,000%. You said we will do that to us and just pop out and be like, well, hee hee. <laughs> yes, she will. I love Issa. I do. I do as well. And, you know, speaking of, and she's another one. She definitely, as I said, from Bust the Windows Out Your Car, not that that was her first record, but I say like first hit. And to now, she's definitely held her head down and grinded and put in that work. And, you know, she sings live, honey. The voice is real. It's not automated. Yeah. And I feel like in these times, it's sad to say, but that's something rare, you know? So I'm definitely appreciative of the artists that are still able to, you know, hold the notes. Be authentic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, dance hall, I am part Jamaican. So I am going to discuss, you know, briefly this topic. And it is unfortunate, for one, they still don't televise the the reggae dancehall category, which it does peeve me because, as I said, there would be no hip-hop without dancehall reggae. So that is one point. Number two, you know, a lot of great people were nominated this year in that category. But I feel like Soja won, which dope, I get it, numbers all the politics that go on with Grammys, I can see why they had come to win. Um, but I feel like this year should have been Spice's year. And I say that because just seeing where she's come from mm-hmm. in dance hall to breaking through in the American industry now to getting her her name world famous as opposed to just like Caribbean famous and we've only seen a certain few of artists do that like Bob Marley, Sean Paul, Shaggy, Beanie Man but you know for me Spice really represents a lot of the women out there the bootylicious dark-skinned women and she she's authentic and she's herself and you know people will always post the viral clips of her like you know, jumping off the speakers and, you know, dancing and doing the whole thing. But the message of a lot of what she brings as well, it's very important. You know, she speaks on the bleaching epidemic and it is an epidemic that is going on in the Caribbean and embracing your dark skin. And it's just like, I can't help but feel like when we're embracing things like that, then women have to go through the longer route like Jasmine Sullivan to finally get the recognition they deserve. So I want to say, you know, Spice, you still won the Grammy in my eyes. Yes, of course. You made it there. And to see where she's come from, one of my favorite dancehall tracks, Faitovaman. <laughs> Misa girl, me na Faitovaman. From a little bit of just summertime to literally <laughs> being on the Grammy red carpet, like, that was huge. So I don't want her to feel too down about it. And the fact that people were even like speaking up about, you know, them feeling like she got robbed. It shows that she has been putting in that work, in my opinion. 
Um, do you listen to like dancehall reggae at all? You know what? I do. I listen to a lot of dancehall reggae, and hey. you know, I think I'll give you an amazing artist. Um, again, like I always like to say, um, you know, the Grammys is a very sensitive time for artists, and I know that every artist, you know, I mean, even though we know that everybody's a winner, you know, you know somebody wants to win that category you know saying to be able to say hey like all of my hard work has definitely paid off but at the end of the day I think that you know sometimes it it may take time for you know that person to win that award but I mean all of the work that she's done you know has not been unnoticed you know in in the community you know like her voice like what she stands for you know and I just feel like sometimes it just takes that right moment you know what I mean like sometimes you just have to do things to kind of like break in the sand and then like once you're there like you're digging you're digging you're digging in it and then eventually that moment that's when that's when the light shines you know what I'm saying so you know even though you know she didn't win I think I think I think it's a it's a great opportunity for her to even be in the nomination you know like a yes. nomination to me is just it's as good as still, an award. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know what I mean you mm-hmm. know it's still so that I already you know kind of like rewards her in a space you know in a space to say hey like you are Mm -hmm. already kind of you know given that platform of opportunity to be able to be nominated with somebody that actually won but still like the nomination like now it's still heavy you can be like you're gonna have to nominated 1000 you're gonna have to add the title to her name honey so what 1000 we're talking about i love that um so moving forward we will wrap up with this ongoing commentary and opinions mm-hmm. of the Oscars. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> of the Oscars and the slap as people are referring to it now. And, you know, I'm over it, girl. I think, you know what, to be honest with you, I think but I do want you to give your opinion it. on like what you thought, because um, we weren't able to speak about it you know, last week at the height of everything. So definitely I want you to have the space to give maybe your thoughts if you choose on the whole I mean, ordeal. number one, I do think that it is, it is, it is being like drawn out for a long period of time for, for the reasons why I won't necessarily address that because I have several different opinions of that mm-hmm. um, because I just don't feel like, okay, it should be drawn out this long. Um, but I think that there are two sides to every story. And I think that the story that the people have decided to see or take, you know, is based on what we see, whether you feel like Will Will was wrong or he he was right or whether Chris Mm -hmm. was wrong or whoever was wrong. I think at the end of the day, these are two men who felt, you know, in their own space, Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They had a right to, I mean, my thing is that <clears throat> I don't think it's ever a space for me to say whether I think what somebody did is right or wrong. I do think that there is something that's, that can cause reactions. You know, I do think that, you know, even though, you know, people have certain platforms, I do think that it is very crucial to understand the power of sometimes the things that you say and, and the things that you do. But I think at the end of the day, the moral of the story is this is a man who was really trying to protect his wife. Mm-hmm. And I think that Chris was someone who made who made a comment in regards to Jada. And maybe he didn't mean it that way. But 
maybe there was some other layers, you know what I mean, to the situation that may have caused him to explode in that space. Number one, I can't tell a man, you know, how to and how how to or how not to defend his wife. I think for me, the biggest thing is that we don't see that many examples of black men taking mm. up for black women. That's what Speak I want to say it. about the whole situation. And we're going to talk about it. it, especially in the black community or whatever community you live in or whatever, whatever you're doing. I, I a hundred percent, um, love the way that, I mean, it, even though people say it's violence, we did this and that, and I get that, but I don't really see a lot of black a, a lot of black men out here taking up for their black women. Like I see them honoring them. 1, you know what I mean? 1, but I think, I think that, I, I think that there are more layers to the situation. And I think that, you know, um, also to like, as a comedian, I'm not a comedian. I have a lot of friends who are comedians and, okay. you know, from the perspective of what they, what they discuss is that even though a lot of times, like when you are talking about certain things as a comedian, you have to be very sensitive to who you're speaking directly to now now it's the difference like when you're speaking about like a specific topic you know what I mean like mm-hmm. oh like obesity or you know like you know talking about you know women with long hair or or you know women with afros mm-hmm. but like if you if you pinpoint someone directly that could be taken a different way you know what I mean like we've even seen that in Nutty Professor you know like when he was talking about the professor you know in the crowd and how I mean, regardless of even if everybody was laughing, he felt completely traumatized by that, you know, mm-hmm. and, and like we yeah. and and I now that I'm trying to make up a story, I'm and I don't even know where this even came from. Like it literally just popped into my memory. But I mean, you can see all the trauma that this man went through. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is, damn, Jay, Jada was in a damn movie. OK, that's a whole different situation. But I mean, but the thing, you know, is I, I feel like there's so many Everybody has to take responsibility in, in their part to pay in the situation. My thing is, I don't think that I should be able to tell somebody how they should or shouldn't handle something. I don't think that Will, personally me, I don't think that Will was going to like destroy the whole Oscars and like- As black people, we know that. I don't think- that, <laughs> We know that. Right. Like, yeah. I don't, I, now I don't think that he was going to like, you know, get a gun and shoot everybody. I don't think it was really that dramatic as yeah. I feel like people made it out to seem. Yeah. I think that in that moment, he made, he drew the line. Yeah. And I, and also too, he even made a statement to say when he got on stage, he was in tears. I don't think he was in tears because of what he did. I think he was in tears because he realized that he reached a level. And what he said, yeah. a lot of times we laugh and we smile things off when we feel mm-hmm. like we're being abused or punched. Mm-hmm. I mean, let, let's even talk about his book where he talked about mm. the story of how he saw his father beat his mom mm-hmm. and he was inches away from her and he didn't do anything. And that always made him feel like a coward. Triggered. And he told himself that, that he would never, if, if anything was to happen, you know, in the future, he was always going to stand up. So yeah. even in that moment, whenever he stood up for Jada, I personally, it's my honey. I got the floor. It's my opinion. I'm speaking. I really feel like he, he somewhere went, 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 went back to that place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, that situation that happened in his life, because even though we may take therapy, you know, we go through all these things. I still the feel like, still there. you know, the trauma is still there. Triggers are still there. And I, and I just feel like Will had a moment where, you know, he had to face 
a reality of maybe his past coming into his future. You know what I mean? And then of course his wife, you know what I mean? Like that's his queen, you know, he's going to protect her. And I mean, I, I, I do feel bad for Chris, you know what I mean? Cause I mean, I can, you know, I could, I could definitely see how, you know, that, that, that could be traumatizing to him, you know, you know, to be able to get slept, but let's also talk about the fact, the point that he didn't even react to Will. Like he took it. You know what I mean? Like he didn't get violent with him. Now I know some people are like, well, I think that's crazy. But at the end of the day, I think that, you know, as people always try to put black men to say that black men are violent, this man didn't even do anything. He, like he actually kept the show going. So I think, you know, I definitely commend him, you know, for being able to push through and say, hey, I'm not going to let this situation, you know, allow me to, you know, to like Step pull me my out character. of myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? So again, like, I'm not, I'm not taking anybody's side. I think for me, I'm looking at the situation to say there's two sides to every story. And I think that, you know, we need to really examine the situation as a whole versus taking, you know, like just taking, I mean, like people do stuff all the time. You know what I mean? And they do. I just, honey, live your life. Mind your business. Like tap it to say, mind your business. Mind your business. That part. So. I, I agree in a lot of what you said, I definitely had said, you know, and there's so many layers to it. So what I will say is that I'm just tired of people like overdoing it. Like y'all were overdoing it like this with Woody Allen. Y'all were overdoing it like this with Harvey Weinstein um, and a lot of those other people that, you know, but it, it gets deeper and not to like go long winded, but it's just like, I get it. It was a night where, you know, a lot of Black royalty was being represented. But it's not that deep, as I feel like the world is carrying it out. And, you know, they had announced or that Will Smith has resigned from the Academy. And I will just say, I don't fault him for that. I don't wrong him for that because he has given us such an extensive catalog of movies you know, and the fact that in 2022, this is when he's first getting an Oscar is wild to me. So just based off the kind of person I am, I'm like, like my people speak for me. We champion him. We love him. And no, yeah, me too. People make mistakes. He doesn't need an Oscar to validate, to define him, to us. Right. And, you know, oh. even with Samuel L. Jackson, like, I was like, do you know the body of work that Samuel Jackson has given us? Y'all have the nerve to give this man his first award in 2022? Nah. Like, y'all are playing. I mean, okay. I mean, whew, I'm sorry. There's so much politics in it. Well, there's so much more to say about the situation because Jada was the person who said that she felt like the Oscars should be boycotted because yes. she didn't feel like there were enough you know, yes. recognition to the yes. black, you know, actors, you know, and the people who were in the Academy, you know what I mean? Like who, yes. who actually deserve to, to be able to receive awards. So this is the same woman who, and I do definitely feel like Jada definitely felt attacked by, by Chris's statement and, uh, and other people had said before that whenever Jada had first made, made the statement about the boycott, they said that Chris kind of laughed at her. Yeah, he you know, for that. Right. So I mean, <laughs> I think that there's so there's so many more layers, you know, like Will resigning. I mean, number one, 
I feel like Will really took the punch. Like, even though he gave it, he definitely took it. You know what I mean? He's because taking this it man, this man has given accountability for his behavior. He's, you know, he's given accountability for his actions and he decided to resign. You know what I mean? He doesn't have to do that. You know what I mean? And I feel like at the end of the day, regardless if Will slaps whoever or, or whatever the situation, I feel like we're still going to have respect for Will yeah. because of, you know what I'm saying? Like just everybody makes mistakes. I feel like everybody deserves a second chance. You know what 100%. I mean? Um, but I also feel like we also just have to be aware of, we got to be aware of of the things that we say we have to be aware of the things that we do and we have to understand how those things affect people yes and that's all i'm gonna say about that yes i agree and that's the perfect way to i think end fruit salad for this week you know we gave you guys woman you know inspiration motivation we recapped you know some of the grammy award season and for someone like me that you know i fell off of these awards because of all just this and period so the fact that i guess it worked for y'all even though y'all trying to tear down our black man here we are still talking about your program despite how you guys have not given us credentials and black people make stuff lit let's just period so you know we get the ratings up we get the interest going and then the world follows but they don't really want to speak or highlight about that part so i will say to our black people and our celebs and stuff like it's difficult because there's this pressure a lot of the times I feel like to be perfect and I feel like the real answer is just to be perfectly you not saying violence is condone all those things but be true to yourself kind of like how we speak on Monique and even though she didn't get the results she wanted right at first when you stand in your truth eventually somebody spoke out for her the real you will always I mean? prevail yeah and let's also give it up for the fact that Tyler Perry and Denzel Washington you know intervened in the situation you know and really stepped up you know what I mean like yes. two strong very you know prominent successful black men you know who stood up for their brother in that moment and I think that Love that's it. also something to be highlighted you know yeah yes. the situation that happened between Will and Chris but let's talk about the progress that yes. that that we've seen in our community because most of the time we don't you know we don't really see that strong force come back and you know and that's you know of course we're going to see the negative aspects of people say this you know people say that and even though it happened I feel like it it really could have been drawn out way deeper and I mean let's also talk about the fact that Chris you know LAPD tried to get Chris to press charges and he didn't even do that you're like, you know what I'm saying? So I think there's so many between us. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many different layers to really look at the situation. And of course, you know, social media, you know, other people who are involved or watching the situation, everybody's going to have their opinion on it. But I think sometimes with me, I'm a very observant person. I like to sit back and actually really look at the situation for what it is to to be able to see what's really going on. Again, like I said, there's two sides to every story. So I think that there's some back issues or there's some things that we don't really know about but again let's give it up for the progress you know with we've come with seeing yeah like seeing our brothers like instead of because again chris could have been like oh yeah i'm gonna press charges and that's something that is that has been happening in the black community since slavery oh yeah him 
Yes. And I and and I think at the end of the day, that's what we need to magnify. Even though there was an issue that happened, how was that situation resolved? You have two men who, you know, lifted him up, who actually corrected him. And then you have another man who had the opportunity to be able to pinpoint and be like, no, you're going to jail. And he didn't even do that. He, he took it like a pro. He took the slap like a pro and said he doesn't really know how to process it. So at yeah. the end of the day, I think what my biggest takeaway of what I want to get people doing this week is how can you come, how can you progress in, in a situation instead of looking at it from a negative aspect, you know, things that are happening in the world, things that are going on in your life. How can you take this situation, this adversity and make it an opportunity? Because at the end mm. of the day, at the end of the day, it's not about what you go through, but it's about how you handle it. And at that Ooh. token, you know, I just want to say, you know, do what, what you need to do for you. Do what's best for you. I think out of every conversation that we had today, I think the biggest thing that has come up is about being true to yourself. You know what I mean? Like not, not being concerned with the likes and the loves and what people say or, you know, or what people may want to make you feel, but it's about what you feel in that moment. And as we've seen people like Monique, who was basically scrutinized for her opinion, but at the end of the day, she came back and there was somebody who vouched for her. So at the end of the day, be true to yourself. You know what I'm saying? Do what you need to do to progress in your lane and the rest will follow. 1000%. I love that, Nima, aka Miss Sky because that's it right there. A lot of people can act perfectly when everything's going perfectly, but let's see how you move when the temperature gets hot. Let's see how you move when the pressure is really on you, or maybe you did mess up in a way. How how are you going to bounce back from that? And I feel like those are moments that really, those moments of adversity that really show who's real, who's not, who has a certain, you know, type of character and who doesn't, you know what I mean? Who's going to point the finger Who's going to take accountability? So I really do love that. And um, I feel like that's the best way to end this week's episode. Like, what else can we say? Despite everything that happens in life, we're never always going to be perfect. And anybody that says that, you're lying to yourself. There's a difference between, you know, being confident in yourself and feeling like you're perfect. And I feel like no one is perfect but you can be perfectly you. And it it is a life to me is like a situation by situation type of thing. All of us, there's no handbook to, to it. All of us are going through it in our own way, growing through it, sorry, in our own way. And it's important for us to just remain true to ourselves and also take skills that are helpful and build that to become better individuals or have a better human experience in life but I don't need to tear down someone else to make myself look better. Amen. Was there any um, last words you want to say before we ended out this week? Be true to yourself, stay in your lane Mm. and the rest will follow. Eat fruit and mind your business. Well, guys, this has been another amazing episode and conversation with Queen Miss Sky. And I really hope you guys enjoyed it because I thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, she came with the things, she came prepared, she came with the topics, the opinions. And we want to know what y'all think. Make sure you're following this queen. Could you give everyone your handles where to follow you and support you at all the things? 
Yes. So my personal handle is um, at N-E-E-M-A-S-K-Y-E, Nima Sky. And my show is um, at A-L-L-T-A-L-K. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> All that talk, which is A-L-L-T-H-A-T-T-A-L-K-N-S. I'm sorry, y'all. Listen, got a little spelling bee going on here. <laughs> so basically it's all that we'll have it all written in, in the description for you all there as we well. go yes mm-hmm. and i want to thank you queen for just coming and being your authentic self thoroughly enjoyed it i love having authentic conversations and i feel like we definitely ate fruit and minded our business the best we could <laughs> yes ma'am well fruit and mind your business. You heard our words of encouragement for this week. I want to thank you guys again for all your support. Make sure you like, share, subscribe. Um, I'm your girl, Kay. I'm Nima Sky. And I hope you all have a wonderful week. We'll see you next week. Peace. <laughs>